This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. A good night of Shabbos, hope everyone is well. We spoke last Shabbos in Shul about the importance of going out and voting. Now it's a lot closer. This upcoming Tuesday is a very, very big election. A lot depends upon who gets elected into various positions. Citywide, statewide, this is a very, very serious time for all New Yorkers and for sure for Achenu B'nai Yisrael, us from Yidin that are trying to ensure that the government does not get involved in our schedules and our schools, do not get involved in what we learn and how we learn and what subjects we teach and what subjects we don't teach. It's a very, very serious time right now. And there's really, really an achrayis, a sense of responsibility that earlier Achrayim, early contemporary G'dayli Achrayim have written already letters, the Agudah has letters from various G'daylim stating the importance and the obligation of all of us to go out and vote. And that's part of our, our duty, our responsibility, and even our privilege of being New Yorkers and Americans, something that hundreds of years ago Jews would have never imagined they'd have the right to vote in America, they'd have a say, they'd have input. And as we see much about this election, it's not just that we have a say, but the Orthodox block is an extremely important block of votes. And many, many politicians are, are vying for that uh, block of, of the Jewish voters and more so the Orthodox vote. So we, take, we have a, a privilege and an opportunity to change the way things are going. If we're unhappy with the, the, the current situation, whatever issue you have with the state or the city, Here's your chance, here's your yechelis, here's your ability to go out and make a difference. It's a comment upon everyone, I urge everyone to go and vote, make a difference, speak with your vote. And in Mitzvah Shem HaKadosh Baruch Hu send us the proper shluchim, those who agree to our ideology, those who are aligned with our values, and those that will be a shliach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to give us the, the ability to continue doing to continue our, 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 our teaching of our children, Torah, which we all know is the most important thing in the world. Those politicians that will keep it safe for us, where we live, our streets, subways, stores. So let's please, Rabbi say it's, it's a incumbent, it's a requirement, we should try our best. If you already voted, fantastic. You shouldn't vote twice. If you already voted, Baruch Hashem. But for those who have not yet, those that are uh, not part of the early voters, the regular voters, this Tuesday, Mr. Hashem, please, Let's all go out and uh, make a difference. And uh, really, a Baruch Hu should see that we're trying our best. Eshtadlis is all we can ever do. We're trying our best to, to pick the right people to give us the chance and the opportunity to serve a Baruch Hu. Hashem, it should turn out the way it seems like it turned out in Eretz Yisrael, L'Toiva. Hashem, it should turn out here in America as well, L'Toiva. Just a short thought on the parasha. We find something very important in this week's parasha about Avram Avinu, which we all need to learn from. Pasuk tells us that Ramavidu finds out that Loik gets captured. His nephew Loik gets captured. And Ramavidu runs and goes, literally risking his life to go save his nephew, to go save Loik. And Yaakov Kamenetsky points out something very, very remarkable about this storyline. He says, you know, what was Ramavidu thinking? Ramavidu, he's not a soldier. He's not a general. He's not a war man. What does he know? What is he doing? What is he thinking? He's risking his life to go save light when probably if he would have asked Shiloh, a rob would tell him absolutely not it's according to Fashas. what was that impetus what was that motivation so most of us think family family 
Biakov says it a little bit more than that. Biakov says, says Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, Avram Avrinu felt a little responsible. He said, let's think about it. Harun was my brother. And my brother jumped into a Kivshanesh for the same ideologies that I subscribe to. And he didn't come out the same way I did, for whatever reason. Hashem is Cheshbainis. And Avram Avinu felt that Yashras, or what Yaakov calls Menshlechkeit, dictates that I owe this to my brother. I'm Achroi for his son. Because a little bit, maybe, it's somehow not my fault, but he felt a sense of responsibility. He felt a sense of Achroi's. Or again, Rabbi Yaakov used the word menschlichkeit. And that's why he ran, and that's why he did, and that's what he did. Because that sense of achrayis, menschlichkeit, kicked in. It's not an easy thing. But he felt that this is right, and what's right is what we have to do. And Rabbi Yaakov goes on to explain that that's why Sefer Bereshis is so essential for us to learn about these stories of all our others, for us to learn menschlichkeit, to be a good person. And he goes on to say that even Goyim can obtain this level of menschlichkeit. They could be mentioned also. They have to work maybe a little harder. Very much harder than we do. Comes to us a little bit more natural. It's in our DNA. But says Ibi Yaakov, Avram Avinu taught us in this week's parasha. Was how a person supposed to conduct himself? A person should feel that sense of responsibility. That sense of, maybe it is something to do with me. But more than anything, that sense of Yashras. This is what Yashras dictates. I think it's right and this is what I'm going to do. That's how Yaakov lived... That's how Yaakov explains Avraham Avinu. But Yaakov Kamenetsky himself lived his life like this. There's an amazing story about Yaakov Kamenetsky. His wife was very sick. And he want, she needed a surgery. And he wanted to speak to Rav Moshe Feinstein. His colleague, good friend. He wanted to speak to Rav Moshe Feinstein about the surgery. And he kept on calling and calling and calling Rav Moshe's number. And it was busy. You can imagine so many people trying to speak to Rav Moshe every single day. And it was busy and busy and busy. So one of the grandchildren said to Rabbi Yaakov, he said, Zayda, with all due respect, we know Rabbi Moshe has another number. He has another number that's a private restricted number that few people know the phone number to, and you happen to know the phone number. So why don't you just call him on the private line? Why are you calling him on the public line? And Rabbi Yaakov said, that number was given to me to help Klai Yisrael. I was given access to that number whenever there's a Tzorich with Klai Yisrael, Whenever there's a Klai Yisrael related issue, when I need to speak to Moshe Feinstein, then I use that number. Said Reb Yaakov, I have no right to use that number for private. This is just for my wife. My, this is a private issue. It's not a public issue. This is not Klai Yisrael. This is my own issue. And therefore I have no right to use that phone number. Can you imagine such a Yashra, such a menschlichkeit? Most of us would be married ahead to 20 times why we're allowed to do it. But that's how Yaakov lived his life. And that's what Avraham Avinu teaches us in this week's parasha. We need, that. we need to be a mensch. A person has to do what's right. Not always what's popular, but what's right. What's the, the right thing to do? What does Hashem look down and say, Ah, I'm proud of my children, Kala Yisrael. And maybe that's the pshat in the beginning of the parasha. beginning of the parasha, Avraham Avinu was told to leave everything and wander the world, literally. Leave everything you're comfortable with, everything you know, everything you're familiar with. Leave the pizza store, the Chinese restaurant, the grocery store. Leave it all. And just go. Go. explains the purpose, the motivation, the impetus behind the Kodesh Baruch Hu's request. Because he wanted Avram Avinu to spread Yiddish Hashkafas. Spread monotheistic attitude. Spread the attitude, the lifestyle of a Jew. He wanted the world to see about it. The world to learn about it. What we call an or like Goyim. The world should see that there are Jews, humans living like this. 
That's our responsibility in this world. And that's why Avraham Avinu was moved around, so Avraham Avinu can spread it. He can show the world, look how a monotheistic religious Jew lives his life. And that's what we have to live with in day in, day out, when we're amongst Goyim and amongst ourselves and amongst non-religious. We have to show them how we live with this idea of menselchkeit and yashras, and we do what's right, and we do what's proper, and we make a kiddush Hashem and not chas Hashem. And that's why we're in Golis. We're in Golis so we can show the world. We choose not to be in Golis, but once we're here, we need to be in Orla Goyim. We need to be a light onto the nations. We need to show the world around us how a Jew conducts himself, how a Jew does business, how a Jew walks, how a Jew drives. Everything we do in our life has to be screaming Kvayt Shemayim. Instead of the opposite, Chas B'Shalom, it's not my Kvayt Shemayim. There's a story about a woman who went grocery shopping in a shop right. She went with a bunch of little kids. If you've ever gone shopping with a bunch of little kids, that itself is stressful. And she has two massive wagons two massive wagons of groceries and she's pushing the wagons and she's trying to push the kids and the baby stroller you all know what it looks like how difficult that scene is and she finally gets to the parking lot gathered all the kids unloads all of the groceries finally gets all the kids buckled in the car and finally she's ready to go home after i can only imagine a very stressful shopping experience a very difficult time and a very, very long day. As she's finally ready to get into the car, she looks into her pocket and she pulls out the receipt and she looks at the change that she got and she realized that the cashier gave her too much. It was a mistake. The cashier gave her too much money. Now she thinks to herself, oh no, I have to go back. <laughs> you know how much work it was to get everyone into the car? I got to unbuckle them and then rebuckle them, bring them into the store and once they're in the store, they're going to see something they want. It's going to be a repeat of the whole uh, previous experience. But she decided, no, right is right. She goes back in with all the kids, pulls back out the stroller, puts the kids back in, goes into the clerk, goes back to the front, goes back to the the the, the cashier and says, uh, you gave me too much money. The cashier looked at her and said, I'm talking about a dollar. She said, yes, but we are, we are a group of people that are not allowed to do that. Every dollar, every penny, every cent has to be honest. So the cashier looked at her like she literally fell off the face of the earth. The cashier said, you you put all your kids, got them back out of the car, loaded them back out, put them back here just to give me a dollar. And, and she was just amazed. She said, are you human? Are you normal? And she was like, this lady is crazy. This is this is abnormal. This is unheard of. This is it's ridiculous. And she started calling over all the managers of the store, all the different workers. And the manager said, eh. I'm not surprised. And the cashier said, what do you mean you're not surprised? Look what this lady did. She said, yeah, she's Jewish. We've had this many times already where the Jewish people come back and they uh, always make sure to give back the extra money. That's a lifestyle that Avraham Avinu taught us in this week's parasha. Yashras, Menslachkeit. These are the pillars we live by. Not always easy. Usually not easy. Usually more difficult than easy. But that's what a yid is. Again, Connecting it to what we spoke about in the beginning. Menschlichkeit, Yashris, we have to go out and vote. We have to go show. Because the Goyim look, the politicians look. Do the Jews vote? Don't they vote? They only take, they don't give, they're not part of society. All these Menschlichkeit, Yashris things we have to live our life by. But Hashem will live a life of Yashris. We'll live a life of Menschlichkeit. We'll live a life of doing what's right. Because Baruch will give us wonderful Siyat of the Shema. Because Baruch will give us all that we ask for. Because Hashem, we should be Zeichah to the ultimate Gula. We won't have to be in Gullus anymore. 
the arrival of Mashiach from Hebi Yameinu. Have a wonderful Shabbos.